Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, 13 Ghost. Uh, this movie came out in 2001, and it is a remake of the 1960s original film uh, that was uh, directed by William Castle. However, in this 2001 remake, uh, we have a, a pretty star-studded cast, if you think about it. We have Tony Shalhoub, Matthew Lillard, uh, Shannon Elizabeth, F. Murray uh, Abraham, and things like that. And everybody in between. I think Rod Dick is actually in it. So that was actually kind of interesting to see. Because I've noticed that a lot of horror movies that came out like in the end of the 90s going into the 2000s. Like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like a lot of horror movies had like somebody from the world of hip hop. Like. Busta Rhymes and LL Cool J were in the last two Halloween films. Brandy was in, um, uh, I still know what you did last summer. Rod Digger was in 13 Ghosts, and then, um, uh, I think even Trey Songs was even in Texas Chainsaw 3D, which came out, you know, years later. But anyway, 13 Ghosts is about, <coughs> 13 Ghosts is about, uh, a young widow played by um, played by Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub plays a man who is uh, raising his uh, daughter and son, and you know they've experienced a loss in the fact that they lost their wife and their mother in a uh, tragic house fire and things like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and they get a call from Tony Shalhoub's uncle, who's played by F. Murray Abraham, uh, saying that he's inherited this new house after the after his death and things like that. So they go to the house, and it's this big-ass, like, glass house, right? And uh, what they don't know is that they are spirits of trapped souls within the house, 13 ghosts, basically, and things like that. And before they're able to realize what they're all uh, in for, you know, shit goes wrong, and it kind of goes sideways really, really fast, and I don't know, something about this movie felt super, both supernatural and science fiction, and I couldn't really put my finger on it, but it it it's entertaining. It's entertaining in a way. It doesn't really have a whole lot of, you know, jump out and scare you moments. It just has moments of you know the creepiness of be it, it's basically a mo it was a modern day haunted house story you know and when i say modern day i mean like you know it was modern for 20 uh it was modern for 2001 rather than you know 2021 or something like that but um i found it entertaining it's got a lot it's got the creepy factor to it you know the idea that the only way to see ghosts and to see where the places that we're going is you have to wear like these special they look like safety glasses but you have to wear that these special glasses in order to see it. You know, they glow and you see the glow and stuff on the wall. You see the ghosts when they jump out at you and things like that. And uh, It's really interesting to see that and things like that. It has one of the best supernatural endings, uh, one of the best supernatural openings I've seen in a movie like this. So in the beginning, we see F. Murray Abraham and Matthew Lillard in this uh, junkyard hunting a ghost. Uh, who later is who later is revealed to be the juggernaut of the group, and um, 
it's crazy seeing all these guys like in tactical gear and in raincoats and uh 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 with those safety glasses on like and you you see them running from something and you don't know what it is to like the very last minute you get a good glimpse of it and that's really it but the scenes where the guys are getting dragged away, where people are getting killed and everything like that, it's interesting to see that. It was it was kind of scary. It set the tone for what was going to be like this, you know, you know, haunted house theme, even though it takes place like in this junkyard and things like that. But the movie progresses and then you realize the, the main story of the movie is that the the uncle, F. Murray Mayor, F. Murray Abraham's character is trying to you know, resurrect the dead and, and, you know, obtain, obtain, you know, this weird power or whatever by sacrificing 12 souls, 12 damn souls to, you know, this machine and everything like that. And then when the 13th goes with a human sacrifice, which is why he chose his own nephew, uh, he was going to be granted this power. And I was like, damn, that's, that's a little bit, that's a little far-fetched, but, you know, it made sense from it made sense and you know you kind of forget about what the actual movie's about but because when you're with tony shalhoub or matthew lillard or uh shannon elizabeth or any of the characters that are in the house you experience the terror as they go through it you know the scenes where they're in the basement and all the doors are opening and everything like that it's like every time one of those little uh those little shifts activate the house reforms almost like a a, a a puzzle box and things like that kind of like hellraiser like in hellraiser the more the more they figure out the little pandora's box you know that's when something happens well, when one of these levers or knobs is activated the house shifts and something happens and uh, things like that it is very interesting to see that it may not be your standard horror movie but it feels like a supernatural fantasy horror film you know, you're trapped in a house with no exit, um, and, you know, there's ghosts within it, and that's scary, because these ghosts run the gamut from tortured souls to accidental deaths to body parts being severed. You know, this movie is not graphic by any means. You know, I think the one lawyer's death where the, di where the door impales him uh, in half, that's probably like the only death that's kind of like out there. You know, it's not gory, it's not, you know, it's, it's bloody in a couple of scenes, but not that bloody, and uh, things like that. I find it highly entertaining, and then Matthew Lillard is forever embedded in a lot of people with movies like Scream 1, the Scooby-Doo live action, and uh, movies like that, but his performance here in... Uh, his performance here in 13 Ghosts is actually quite hilarious. He's much more reserved and laid back. He does have those occasional outbursts and everything like that. But his character is what they call a medium. You know, he's able to, when he touches someone, you know, he sees, you know, flashes of their future and everything like that. And he's able to detect ghosts and uh, things like that, pick up, pick up on spirits, basically. You know, he's kind of like what Elizabeth Warren was in the Conjuring films and things like that. So his character is a little bit more reserved. But those 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 moments when he has those outbursts like in Scream at the end, you know, because let's face it, baby, these days you got to have a sequel like scenes like that in Scream that are supposed to be like menacing with Matthew Lillard's performance. They're actually funny. 
So in the scenes in 13 Ghosts, when he kind of has those moments, it's actually funny. You know, it's it, you can't take him too seriously because then that defeats the whole purpose of him him as an actor. So, and then Tony Shalhoub plays the character, plays, you know, the young grieving father who's struggling to take care of his two kids and, you know, trying to move on from his wife's death and things like that. You You buy into it from the beginning and then as the movie progresses like when the shit is hitting the fan he still refuses to, to he still refuses to accept that they're being chased by ghosts ghosts are real and then uh he's uh you know when he puts on the glasses and sees you know the the apparitions like lunging towards him and things like that he still kind of you know he gets a better sense like okay yeah maybe this is happening and then about halfway well not halfway this is like towards the end of the movie um at the end of the movie, unfortunately, Matthew Lillard's character is the last one to die. And, you know, he gets killed by one of the ghosts, but he gets killed trying to protect... Um, he gets killed trying to protect Tony Shalhoub. Once they, you know, once they realize they're cornered, you know, he protects Tony Shalhoub with this big-ass piece of glass that's got a little bit of a secret uh, spell on it, you know, where the ghost can't, you know, get through. Uh... And he's killed by two of the ghosts uh, that they're trying to capture and things like that. And then it's a real kind of sad moment. Tony Shalhoub kind of breaks down a little bit. But what makes that scene more sad is that he, one of the ghosts in the in the house with them is actually is actually the ghost of his wife that was killed in a in the fire. You know they don't show that scene. You kind of hear it through um, voiceover and things like that. And it's kind of tragic, and then it has that moment at the end. Like now, he accepts that ghosts are real. It's like it took, even though he's going through all of this shit in the house, he still kind of doesn't want to believe that ghosts are real until he sees his wife. And it's like that's the moment where it's like, okay, maybe this is something going on here. Um, but it was it was interesting to see that. It was kind of cool to see like the house, you know configurating like a like a like a rubik's cube you know just twisting and turning and it's like what the hell and everything like that there's no way in no there's one way in one way out and they have to figure it out somehow and it's like all right this is confusing not only is it confusing for the for the protagonist but it's also confusing as an audience because you don't really there's not a pattern to this uh, there's not a pattern to how the house moves or anything like that. It just moves. You know, sometimes the door opens, sometimes the windows open, sometimes stairs pop out, you know, it's like, what the hell? And you kind of got to accept it. You know, when people try to figure things out, they're disappointed because, one, it's not what they expected, and two, it's not necessarily, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But I think if you go into the movie, into this movie with the right mindset, you'll definitely have fun because... Even though, like I said, even though this is uh, this horror movie is not necessarily like a jump out and scare you, it doesn't really have a whole lot of jump scares in it. But at the same time, it's supernatural and science fiction put together in a way. You know what I mean? In a way that is, you know, it's very rare that a movie that a, a cross genre movie can 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 actually execute it well. I think the perfect example of that is the original Alien movie uh, with 
Sigourney Weaver that was directed by Ridley Scott, you know, they combine, they have a horror element, they have a horror element, like a horror movie just told in a science fiction setting. You know, it's in outer space and they're being attacked by this alien. You know, that was good. You know, 13 Ghosts is kind of the same thing. You take the supernatural element and put it in somewhat of the science fiction background and you go from there and it's entertaining. It's not as good as Alien, but, you know, it's entertaining to say the least. And uh, you can't ask for something better, you know. These were, the, these were the types of horror movies that were coming out in the 2000s. You know, you had movies like Valentine had just come out where they were trying to still capitalize on the on the teenage drama that Scream had did already because, like, Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, uh, Valentine, and uh, Urban Legend had all come out right at all at the same time. And they were just kind of capturing the magic that Scream had captured. To whereas when we get to the 2000s, movies like... When we get to the early 2000s, I think prior to 2003, they were still trying to capitalize on movies like that. 13 Ghosts is kind of the exception because it doesn't really revolve around a group of teenagers. It revolves around a grieving family. And it's a little bit different. It's a little bit far-fetched. You, don't re you didn't really see a movie like this. And then after 2003... You know, when they remade the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, horror movies kind of took that approach. They were remaking, you know, film after film after film because then Dawn of the Dead had come out, uh, The Crazies had come out, uh, The Hills Have Eyes had come out. Um, they even started doing, like, the re Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween had come out. You know, like, the remakes were happening. And that was kind of the whole trend from like the mid-2000s all the way until about maybe 2010 when then those horror movies started becoming based on true stories. But 13 Ghosts is an exceptional movie because it didn't follow that group of teenagers uh, horror style like they had did in the 90s. And um, it was a little bit of a, I would say a transcendent film because you don't see horror movies like that really anymore. You know, being trapped in a glass house with a bunch of, ghost is you know saying something that that it, it's a pretty simple setup you know you're trapped in the house nowhere to go and you know there's ghosts walking around in the house with you and things like that it's a simple setup and they played it out and it was good it was entertaining it was like i said it may not be people's it may not be the first horror movie you think of but when you do see it, you're like, I know a lot of people who say like, oh, I remember that, you know. And then I've also heard rumors that, you know, that the third, the ghosts themselves, the 12 ghosts that are there, they deserve their own like Netflix series. And then I was like, eh, I don't know about all that. And he goes, well, what about their origin? I said, if you buy this movie on DVD or on Blu-ray, it tells you their origin. Like they have, there's a little like bonus feature that where they tell you everything. Like, uh... There's like 12 like short films that they have on the on the DVD extras and it's narrated by F Murray Abraham and he's it's like writing his journal basically like how he's going to create this machine and everything like that and he gives he gives a special background on all 12 of the ghosts that are in the uh that are in the uh that are in the house with them. And you know, they call it 13 because they still did a human sacrifice and that's why Tony Shalhoub is there. And so, yeah, I've never actually seen the original uh, 1960s film, so I couldn't really tell you which one was better. I know a lot of those classic films are somewhat based on that. 
uh, like Psycho is like that. You know, obviously the Universal Monster movies are like that. Um, John Carpenter's The Thing was like that. You know, there's a lot of movies like that where they're based on the old, you know, classic horror films of the 1950s, 60s, and well, I wouldn't say 70s because by the time the 70s got here, it was a little bit different. Uh, but like, yeah, the 1950s and 60s. So that's interesting to say. Um, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21 Have you guys seen 13 Ghosts? Do you remember it? You know, whatever the case may be, let me know. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21 um, Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come. I've already covered uh, Star Wars and or Episode 6, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, 31 Nights of Horror keeps going as well. Tomorrow's episode will probably be in the last, well... Yeah, it'll probably be the last double feature uh, that we're going to have this week. We're going to do the She-Hulk, and then we'll probably cover another horror film. I'm not sure which one, because normally, because Halloween Kills comes out on Friday, and usually I kind of like to do a recap of, like, a franchise studio, but I've already covered, you know, the Halloween franchise before, because we did it last year when Halloween Kills can come out. So I don't think we're probably going to have anything else going on, but tomorrow's episode will probably be the She-Hulk episode along with another horror film and then of course Friday's episode will be the review of Halloween uh, ends looking forward to that looking forward to a lot of the stuff that is coming out and of course Halloween is always right around the corner so we will see what kind of comes and goes as uh, things progress uh, next week uh, is Black Adam definitely looking forward to that so be able to look out for that uh, and of course as always guys be sure to embrace your inner madness.